Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jubal Show on demand. Text message at 41061 that says the strictest rule my parents had was that we had to attend church every Sunday morning and evening and Wednesday night. Yep. Oh, did wow. you live in a church? <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. Call us right now. 888-343-1061. 888-343-1061. Here goes internet questions. And that's the question today. What is the strictest rule your parents had growing up? Victoria? The strictest rule I had, I had the church thing also where we'd have to go every Sunday, but usually we'd go get tacos after. So I wasn't mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think the strictest rule they had was my dad wouldn't let us leave the table until all of our food was completely gone from our plate. What? And even my like my aunts and uncles knew about it and knew how strict they were. And so they would even help us like get rid of our food when we didn't want to finish it. Really? Yeah. I love it. One of the times that I remember getting in a lot of trouble as a kid was one of those situations where they wanted you to eat something and you didn't. So mm-hmm. I took the peas and I scooped them and I put them in my underwear Ew. when nobody saw it. And then I went to the bathroom to try to get rid of the peas, right? Like if I ate them. But then I must have got distracted while I was in there and I forgot to flush the toilet. <laughs> My dad went to go to the bathroom and then came back out and was like, why are there peas in the oh, toilet? No. Damn it. It would have all been Busted. so perfect. <laughs> Call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What was the strictest rule your parents had growing up? Malachi? Hi, yeah, the strictest rule my parents had growing up was I was free child labor, basically. And um, You too? Yeah, me and my family, we lived on the secondary building of a church property. Uh-huh. And basically growing up, I had to cut the grass of an entire huge front yard, uh, clean some gutters on the church, uh, basically do anything that a paid landscaper would do. Yeah. Uh, but I had to do it. Dude, I Ma- like Malachi, you and I had very similar childhoods. I grew up in the church as well. My parents ran church camps and all that stuff oh. and I had to work so I, I always joke about it. I say I've been working since I was eight years old I really have been working
working since I was eight years old. I had to work on the maintenance crews and wow. do all of that, like do that stuff for, for free, basically. Because my parents were like, you can either be a camper or you can work. And I didn't want to be yeah. a camper because I didn't want to have to go through the rules that they have. I'm like, around. so then I ended up just having to work. And so I would be doing all that stuff too, just free child labor. Thanks for your phone call, man. Appreciate you. 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the strictest rule that your parents had when you were growing up, Bennett? So I grew up in foster care. So my mom, she raised five of her own before she took in five of us. I was the oldest of the five that she took in. So she had a very strict curfew policy for me. Like my curfew was midnight up until the day I left. And this is after college. She didn't want me entering while the younger ones were asleep. So if I was not home by midnight, that door was shut. No key, not opening the door. Oh my God. Yes. And obviously as I got older and I was like in college and I wanted to go out with friends, it was so frustrating. Luckily, my best friend lived around the corner, so I would crash at her place all the time. But my mom meant it. 12 o'clock, that door is closed. I'm not opening it. I don't care. Find somewhere to go. She said, I hope you have a blanket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. It's Ridiculous Internet Questions. What's the strictest rule that your parents had when you were growing up? Somebody texted in and said they weren't allowed to read any books because their mom said the devil spoke through them. Well, oh, wow. that's a wonderful rule. They also said that. <laughs> I would have loved that. They also said that their mom didn't mind the phone, though. Because I guess the devil doesn't speak through the phone. Yeah. So, they got, so they downloaded a bunch of audiobooks on there. Ah. <laughs> Call us, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. What is the strictest rule your parents had growing up? Amy? Yes. What's the strictest rule that your parents had when you were growing up? Um, Our strictest rule was that our parents made us sit at the table until all our food was gone. But if it was something we didn't like, we'd have to go to the bathroom. We'd put it in our mouth and we'd you know go to the bathroom many times and have to like you know, go spit it out in the toilet. Yes. I'm sure they caught on. Mm-hmm. Caught on, but... I don't know why I didn't think of that. Like, I literally just sat at the table for multiple really? hours rather than going to the bathroom and getting rid of it. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pet dog is always hungry. He was always hungry. <laughs> My mom used to, whenever she had a teacher in school, when she was in elementary school, that would make the kids eat their lunch. Mm-hmm. And when she wasn't looking, my mom would put peas in her milk carton. Like, she'd Aww. chug the milk and then hide the food. She didn't want to eat in the milk carton. I was like, that's, that's genius. genius. Smart. Oh, wow. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, for your phone call. Call us up, 888 Text in 41061. What is the strictest rule your parents had when you were growing up, Christian? The strictest rule I ever had, like, honestly, my parents were pretty lenient. Like, I never had a curfew or anything mm-hmm. like that, but my mom did not play any games when it came to skipping school. Like, unless oh. I was, like, literally puking my guts out, I'm going to school. 100%. That was, you know, I never got, like, a sick day to, like, stay home and watch TV not or anything yet. as a kid. I, <laughs> I still have a little bit of resentment about that. I think that, was, <laughs> that was it for me, too. I still feel guilty whenever I call in sick to work. Because oh, I yeah. couldn't be sick from if I stayed home I literally could do nothing but be sick it was like well fine you don't feel good huh I'm like I've been puking look at me like I'm I'm obviously sick oh well I don't know if you're faking it or not so yeah you you better stay in bed I'm gonna call every hour to check on you and make sure that you still sound sick (laughs) because I think you're lying so you better be in bed all day a few years ago I got comfortable with calling in sick and now I almost do it every day love it call us up 888-343-1061 text in 41061 what's the strictest rule your parents had when you were growing up the Jubal show on demand it's another Jubal phone prank weekday mornings on the 20s Hello? Hey, this is Stuart calling from Comics. I was looking for Lori. Yeah, hi, this is Lori. Hey, Lori, how are you? This is Stuart from Comics. You performed here the other night. 
I did, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to connect. Yeah, live a stand-up comedy in a comic book shop. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How was the crowd? Did you like the show? Um, Yeah, it was definitely well-promoted. Lots of people there, so good on you guys for that. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Did you like the comics in there, too, the comic books that we have around? You know, I'm not a I'm not a big comic book gal, but I can certainly appreciate the art. Did you notice the first? We have a first edition Waffle Man comic book. In I'm there. not familiar. Our most prized yeah, but, um, possession there. Wow! Yeah, that sounds like a very. Uh, I mean, first edition. That's always impressive, yeah. right? That's always a special. Copy so that's why I heard about how the show went, and sounds like maybe a bit of a rough crowd for you, which is why I bring up our first edition Waffle Man. Um, do you know much about Waffle Man? Uh, no, again, I don't, I don't really read. Yeah. Comics. There was only one, it's Waffle Man, right? Pretty terrible action hero. <laughs> and there was only one print ever made and we have it. And, um, that was it. It was, it was a one and done. I guess you could say it was kind of a bomb, sort of like your act the other night. It was like that. That's why I bring it up. One of the reasons I bring it up. Wow. Okay. So, uh, you just called to be a d- and point out the fact that I bombed like Waffle Man. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, no. Um, I didn't call just to say that. Uh, after uh, the comedy routine show that you were he- you did here at the comic book store, we were doing inventory, and we noticed that Waffle Man, our first edition Waffle Man, the most expensive comic that we have, is missing. Like, are you seriously accusing me right now of stealing from your store? Like, I didn't steal your stupid book, Waffle Man. Really? Well, Waffle Man. Okay, well, I would steal. Explain to me how you're here at our store and you do a show and then you leave and Waffle Man is gone. Explain. Explain to me how you're still a virgin at 50 whatever years old. Because I'm I'm saving myself for marriage. That's why. I don't even know how you knew that. Mm, How did you know that? I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks so much for calling. Enough about my virginity. And I need Waffle Man back in my store or I'm calling the police. Well, that sounds like a you problem. Why don't you go ahead and call the police and let them know that your Bagel Boy comic book is missing or like whatever the f- I don't you care. You took Bagel it's Boy you. too? It's a you problem. How did you know about Bagel Boy? Oh my God. Of course there's a Bagel Boy. That's Which perfect. means that you also probably took Bagel Boy. Oh yeah. And I wiped my butt with it. There you go. There it is. The big reveal. You caught me. You took Waffle Man and Bagel Boy and wiped your butt with it? Those were... The most expensive comic books that we had. You actually think that I did that? Like you actually well, you think just, I stole you told, them? You told me that you, what you did with Waffle Man and Bagel Boy. Right. It was sarcasm, which apparently is lost on. Who's he? Who's who? Sargasm. Where's he? What universe is he from? Marvel or DC? Is that an evil villain? I don't know who sargasm is, and I didn't even know we had a comic that had sargasm in it. Oh, my God. Okay, sarcasm. I was being facetious. I was kidding. I was joking. Two things you don't know about, sarcasm and orgasms. And that's okay. But that's just where we're at right now, okay? I did not steal your stuff. I'm going to hang up now, and I just want you to go ahead and Google sarcasm, figure out what that means, maybe Google how to interact better with women, with your peers, maybe get a girlfriend, you know, and I'm just going to see myself out. Sorry about your books. You weirdo. Okay, well, then I'll just let you know that this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your husband Brian set you up.
are you kidding me right now? <laughs> no, it's a joke. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Waffle Man <laughs> and Bagel Boy just got me. <laughs> <laughs> he said that you performed I, some weird gig at a comic book store the other day and wanted to mess with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. He swore he would never tell anybody. It was such a bad show. We, we had a pact. We had a pact. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, you should check out that first edition Waffle Man, though. It's a great read. <laughs> The Jubal Show on demand. If you feel like the world is getting dumber, guess what? It is, and there's scientific <laughs> proof. We'll tell you in just a second. Also, residents in Maine are protesting for their right to be naughty. Oh, okay. Oh, what do they want to get naughty about? We'll also tell you that in just a second. And one maid is making headlines because she's figured out a way to make $300 an hour cleaning houses. Oh, wow. Okay. Find out a new way to make a lot of money right now. And those other stories in another hard-hitting, live, local, late-breaking report from the JNN, the Jubal News Network. It's news that you didn't know you needed and it's right now for our tuesday march 14th 2023 i'm jubal freshen for your first story of the day if you think that americans in the world are getting dumber there's scientific proof that we are well. <laughs> perfect <laughs> a new study found that america's collective iq is dropping for the first time in nearly a century you know oh wow yeah, yeah. Every, i guess every decade the collective iq points of society goes up about three points hmm. the new generations get smarter and smarter and smarter Except now. <laughs> now it's dropped about six points, they oh, say. That's yeah. a pretty significant that's a huge drop. drop. I thought you were going to say a small drop. Uh, no. <laughs> Why are people getting dumber? The scientists say maybe it's social media and our phones, mm. or it could be pollution and our diets. Either way. <laughs> We're getting stupid. It's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What's going on with the younger generation, Victoria? Okay. Yeah, Victoria, I... this is your generation. What do you have to say for them? Dude, I don't know what we're doing. You know, the next time that Victoria tries to tell me that we're wrong about like music taste or something, I'm just going to bring up this article. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, every generation, there's Generation X, gen, the Generation Z. I guess this generation is just called Generation Duh. <laughs> <laughs> this is JNN. Generation Huh? <laughs> News Network. It's news that you didn't know you needed. For our next story, let's send it on over to Bennett. Hey, it's Bennett. <laughs> you know what they say. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And people in Maine are protesting because for several years, motorists were allowed to put any combinations of numbers and letters on their vehicle plates until a few weeks ago. 274 plates were recalled when the state deemed them inappropriate, including the recalled I Love Tofu, which if you read it a different way, it says I love to F you. <laughs> That's a good way to disguise it. Yeah. So yeah, people are uh, uh, sending their appeals and they've all been declined, but you know what? They're still fighting for their quote-unquote rights. <laughs> yeah. I wish they would let us put that stuff on license plates. Come I don't on. understand. Like, you have know? you ever been in traffic and need a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> like, that could be the thing that cheers somebody exactly. up. Here's my thing about vanity plates. That's what they call it. And I think oh. I think you might have one. Jubal. I do, yeah. Uh, I have my last plate. name on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I always think that they're not good if you need to get away, if your car is a getaway car, because then people oh, yeah. remember your plate. So yeah. I'd rather have like yeah. the big combination and it's <laughs> Make like it a cold. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first set of vanity plates I've ever had, right? Except same thing Bennett just said. I drive like an a-hole. Not on purpose, <laughs> but I just do, right? And so now I'm like, I know that if I cut someone off and if they know who I am, they know that I'm the one that cut them off. Have a great idea. Take your enemy, put their last name as your license plate. <laughs> oh. 
That's a great idea. The address of someone that you don't like around on, around it, you know? Like, yeah. This is where you can find this me and just start cutting them. people off. Trust me. That's a great idea. You are petty, Christian. I like oh, it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is the JNN, the Jubal News Network. Christian always says that he's petty, yep. but sometimes he just proves it like that idea right there Watch on a whim. <laughs> All right, for your next story in the JNN, it's Christian Grace Snow. It is, and I'm on location in Tampa, Florida, where one woman has learned the value of multiple streams of income, and she ain't relying on Uber Eats to make some extra coin, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm talking about. A video recently went viral on social media after a lady named Sammy opened up about discovering a hidden talent of hers. That hidden talent is turning out to be quite profitable. Sammy is a topless maid, all right? The video that went viral was her breaking down showing how much she makes. So according to ESPN Southwest Florida, she averages five houses a day that she cleans. She charges $300 an hour plus tips, okay? So she also, just to make sure that she has like safety, she employs a bodyguard to stay with her outside so nothing goes wrong. Wow. Basically, she breaks it down. She daily takes home $1,430 cash. Wow. That is great money. Great money. So while y'all are out here like selling Girl Scout cookies and feet pics on OnlyFans, <laughs> y'all can find me cleaning houses. Okay? Yeah. Strapless? Yeah. For all your topless cleaning services, please contact Christian at 33900. <laughs> I'll be doing it too. Absolutely. We'll start a company. Right. And you're talking about cookies. I'll sell cookies on the street corner yeah. topless. This show Bottomless. is over because we're going to make real money now. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to do all kinds of different odd jobs. Topless. Exactly. <laughs> this is the JNN. The Jubal News Network. This, unfortunately, is the last broadcast of the JNN. Because we're going to go do other things topless. Sayonara. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to the JNN at the same time every single weekday morning to get your fix of the news that you didn't know you needed. And congrats, suckas. We just news you topless. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Remember, you can follow the show on social media at The Jubal Show. Follow all of us individually. I'm at Jubal Fresh. I'm at Viramira00. I'm at Ben A. Knows. I'm at Kristen Grace Now. The Jubal Show on demand. It's time. War of the Roses. Only on The Jubal Show. Dina is on the phone today for War of the Roses to catch a cheater. And Dina doesn't think that her significant other is cheating, but Dina has a friend, a best friend, who's married to a dude named Roman, and Dina thinks that he might be cheating. So we're going to see if we can catch him and find out if he actually is. Dina, what's up? Thank you for your email. Tell us what's going on. I have stone cold busted my best friend's husband cheating on her. Oh, Oh. God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts in my mind. Well, what happened? Um, I was at a club, and... I thought I, I look over, I'm like, is that Roman? And he was all up on this girl. They were making out. Oh my God. And I was no like, <laughs> and they've been married for eight years. She has been spending the last like month and a half cleaning this like super anniversary party for him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just kept thinking, I can't be seeing what I've been thinking, you know, what I think I'm seeing. Yeah. But it was him. So I confronted him. I went up. You did. Oh, and- wow. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. This is just a co-worker. And I was like, dude, I know what I saw. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm telling Allie. So he, like, stormed off with this girl, like, holding her hand and stuff. Like, they walk off. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I, do I tell her? Do I not tell her? I finally decided I knew he was going to be at work the next day. Mm-hmm. And I went over. And before I can even get a word out, she answers the door, and she's like, I can't believe you would have the nerve to come to my house knowing what you did to Roman yesterday. What? Wait, oh, what? wow. So he got ahead of you. Oh, my God. Exactly. He got ahead of me and trashed me. He told her that I was, um, that he was at a restaurant bar with his coworkers, everybody he works with, and that I came up 
drunk out of my gourd and started running my mouth and mm-hmm. embarrassed him in front of all of his coworkers. And he's up for some promotion, I guess. So she was like in tears telling me, you know, I can't believe you're messing with our money, that you would do this to him, you would do this to me. Wow. And she had, it was bad. She Were you able to get a word in at all? Or was she like, yeah. uh, surely you tried mm-hmm. to get your side of the story out, right? A hundred percent. I was. I kept trying, but she was so mad. And I mean, I can't blame her. She thinks, you know, I'm messing with his with his job and she just kept saying i don't want any of your sloppy drunk bitch drama wow and and then told me she didn't want to talk to me anymore and then shut the door in my face dang so he obviously ran straight home because he knew that you had busted him and then got a story that she would believe him over you before you had a chance to tell her that's what it sounds like for sure dang well if anything is certain it's that he is a manipulative yeah mastermind Mm -hmm. unfortunately because he, I mean, to he be actually, caught and then the first thing you yeah. do is run to the person you're cheating on and come up with a lie in case they get told, like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Oof, yeah. yeah. She should definitely know who she's with. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So is that your goal then to catch him on a War of the Roses here so that you can show her proof that you didn't do what he said? That's what I'm hoping. Like, if, if he ever would have had a reason to send flowers to her, it would be now with their anniversary coming. I think it's like tomorrow or or the next day. So it would be a perfect opportunity for him to send them to Allie. Yeah. And if he doesn't, then we know. Like, I already know, but I need her to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I would would want that too. I mean, it's it's, it's your best friend. Yeah. Also, like his lie and his cheating could potentially cost you your best friend. How, How long have you known each other? We have been friends since preschool. Oh, wow. that's that's yeah. awful. Yeah. That, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see if we can catch him then. You already told us what grocery store he shops at and is a rewards card member. So we'll do the usual. We'll call from there. Say that every single month we choose one rewards card member at random who gets free flowers delivered, and we'll see if he sends them to his wife of eight years or to someone else. All right. We'll play a song, and we'll come back, and we'll see if we can catch him at the War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater next. If you're just joining us for today's War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater, Dina is on the phone, and she doesn't think that her significant other is cheating. She actually was out. Well, I'll let Dina tell it. <laughs> We're about to call her best friend's husband of eight years mm. to see if we can catch him cheating, all because of something that happened. Dina, why don't you go ahead and um, tell us real quick what the situation is. I was out at a club. I saw my best friend's husband um, all up on this other woman kissing, making out. He got to her before I did, told her that I um, came up drunk in front of all of his friends from work, denied that there was a woman, anything to do with it, and now has made it so that she won't even speak to me. She's so mad. That's crazy Mm -hmm. that he would go home instantly and think of a lie that quick. I mean, it's not crazy. People do that. Yeah. Right. But it's also sad that you might lose your relationship with your best friend because of that. So we're about to call him. The goal is to get proof that he is cheating so that Dina can show her friend and get her friend back and also make it so that her friend is not being cheated on anymore. All right. Here we go, Dina. You ready to call him? Yes. Hello? Hey, this is Jorba calling from Is this our rewards card member, Roman uh, Yeah. Roman, thank you very much for your business. Guess what? Congratulations. You're this month's winner. For what? What did I get? You got the flowers. Like for me or? Oh, you must not have seen the signs. 
we redesigned our whole floral department. We do flower delivery now. We're trying to get the word out and also trying to say thank you for shopping to some of our more valued customers like yourself. So every single month, we choose one rewards card member at random who gets free flowers delivered from our floral department. It's 36 long stem red roses, and you just want it. That's awesome. <laughs> Congrats. So, yeah, um, th- like I said, there's no cost to you. It's just our way of saying thank you very much for shopping. Yeah. Do I, uh, where does it go? Do I, go do, I, oh. do I give you? Yep. I'll give, I'll, we'll, um, it's very easy. So if you happen to know where you want them sent and everything right now, I can take the information over the phone super quick. Or I can arrange a time to call you back and we can do it that way. Or there's a really long form to fill out that I can have emailed to your inbox, which probably you don't want to do. Trust me, it takes a long time. Uh, can we just, like, take care of it now? Or All I would need first from you would be the name, first and last of the person that you want to send them to, then anything you want to put on a card, and then we'll get the address. And like I said, you get all those confirmations. Yeah, I have a name. Uh, that's all right, Beth. As far as a card, um, do you want to write anything on a card to Beth? Okay, yeah, let's uh, see. Um, I promise you, baby, after I'm, uh, I'm th- after I'm done dealing with her, uh, I'm all yours. Okay. I yeah, got I'm a little you, mother spot. What? I got you. I got you. I knew it. I knew- Is this Dina? Dina? It is Dina, and I knew it. And this is actually the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. We do a segment where we catch people cheating. Okay, bye. Shut the f*** up. This is, I don't, I wasn't cheating. That's not, I'm not cheating. I'm, uh, I'm not cheating on my wife at best. What would you call You're it? You're not cheating, Roman. You just sent a 36 red roses to some named Beth. I knew yeah, it was she's like a girl. First of all, I don't know why you're calling her. She's some girl I work with. And I, was, I it's a joke. It's like a running joke, you know? Also, That's like, a hilarious like, joke when you're married you for eight years. You got my best friend to not even speak to me anymore. Yeah, so good, at the because, club, you know, so you're finally crazy. willing to admit you were you were at a club. You were at a club all up on some who is not your wife, Ooh. who is my best friend. You put a you were drunk out of your mind. Friend. I was not drunk. You made up that little story to save your own ass. It is about time Allie knows that you're a low down piece of and the rest of the world knows you're a low down piece of I hope you and Beth are miserable together forever. I hope you, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Me and Beth are just friends. It was a joke. What does um, when I'm done, finally done with her or dealing with her mean on the card you wrote? I don't have to answer your questions, dude. It's like, seriously, like, like you guys planned this? Like, you guys try to cap me? I don't have to answer anything. It was a joke. You know, I have to explain myself. I'm not cheating on my wife. All right, Dina's She got drunk. She made Ali uncomfortable. How about you just stay away from our house? You stay away from, uh, you know, stay away from my wife. You don't know what you're talking about. You can call me crazy. You can do whatever you want. All I know is Allie is going to hear this call, and she can decide for herself once and all whether or not I'm crazy or you're a f- cheater. Mm. I'm so tired of you doing this to her, dude. Hey, good luck. That woman, sure has done crazy, nothing, so. that woman has done nothing but love you ever since the day she met you, and you have disrespected her every time, either yeah, how about to you her face your business, or behind dude? her back. How, how about, about you, mind you your own take business? care of my best friend? That's all I Seriously, how do you, dude, you don't even know. You don't even know. It's fine. You just need to mind your own business. All right, you seem bored. Okay, now you're just trying to ruin, like, your friend's life. That's what you're doing. You're trying to ruin your friend's life, and you don't know what you're doing. You really don't know what you're doing. You okay? are the one who decided to ruin her life when you walked into it, and you have not respected no. her a day since. I'm done with you, and she can decide for once and all. If I lose my friendship over this, 
I'll be fine with that. At least I'll know that she knows the truth and that you're a piece of Hey, Allie ain't Michelle much if she loses you, so it doesn't matter. That's hateful. Yeah. yeah. And he just Come hung on. up. Of course he did. Yeah, he's obviously cheating, Dina. Obviously. Right? You're well, going to just have to hope dude. that your friend eventually sees the light. I don't know. It's like I said, I hope that this shows her what the truth is. Yeah, I mean, you've got your proof, right? And if it doesn't, then there's nothing you can do about that. You know your friend best. You know your friend better than any of us. What do you Mm -hmm. think she'll do? I want to, I hope that she can finally see, like, what a piece of he is. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said to him, I'm willing to go down. If this isn't, if she'd rather be with him then know the truth. At least I did everything I could. That's right. Well, you did nothing wrong. Exactly. And if you if you really want to go ham, at least you know her name now too. So you can even, you know, that's a good good point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to search every Beth in a 50 mile radius. Uh, You should. Let us know how it goes. Okay. I will. Thank you all so much. I appreciate your help. The Jubal show on demand. Jubal's dirty little secret. Hello. Hey, what's up? This is the Jubal Show, and you texted us at 41061 and said you had a dirty little secret, so now we're calling you back. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Wow. Hi, guys. (laughs) What's up? Um, I know it's been a while since you texted in, but do you still have the dirty little secret that you texted us about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, Um, sweet. Let's hear it. uh, Man, this this is so cool. Okay, so I'm um, a manager at a popular grocery store chain in town. And I have a few secrets to share about the grocery store. So, okay. first of all, the shopping carts mm-hmm. are so dirty. They are oh. never clean. I always think about like, that. Whenever I touch a shopping cart, I'm wondering if I need to go, if I should just burn my hands off or something. <laughs> I know those things have to be yeah, filthy. They are, they're disgusting. Like, rain won't even help clean them. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, I, it's Bennett, by the way. Whenever I grab a car, I make sure I, like, wipe it, wipe mm-hmm. at yeah. least, like, the handle down. But I never wipe down the car where you put all your food. They're really gross. Yeah. Um, what's also gross is the conveyor belt that you put all your food on at the <gasps> checkout line. Ooh, I didn't oh, think about that. that. Do you know how many food, well? how much fruit I haven't washed and I've eaten after oh. it's been in my cart? Ew. But I've worked for a grocery store and we used to clean almost like every day. Like, honestly, that was one of my favorite things that we would do is when I had to spray the carts because it would give me something to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just put my headphones in and just get to spray all the carts and like clean them down a little bit. That's, a, that's nice. But so I don't know what you're doing at your grocery store. <laughs> at my store, we never clean them. They are absolutely disgusting. Okay. Um, well, that's disgusting and gross and good to know. Very much. <laughs> what's, what's another dirty little yeah. secret from the grocery store? Oh, if you're looking for an item, it's not on the shelf, and you ask me if it's in the back, mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking for it. <laughs> you just go back there and act like you looked? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not looking for it. You know Nobody what? is. I would do the same thing if I was you. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it's just an automatic no. Hmm. Okay. I get That's that. a bummer. Uh, do you, you have more stuff, more secrets? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Under the, um, like the space under the aisles. Mm-hmm. Mice. Ew. I mean, that makes sense. I just think mice are everywhere. How do they Especially not, in like, restaurants. Run and... out, though. I was going to say, 
They're probably scared of people when they're shopping, but as soon as the lights go down, like cockroaches. Oh, my God. It's, a, it's like a club. Yeah. There's a DJ. Yeah. They're dancing around. There's a bunch of drunk mice everywhere. <laughs> Terrifying. Under the cereal boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, we actually found a bunch of mice inside of a Lucky Charms box. Ooh. Ooh. Not the Lucky Charms. <laughs> I'm about to start growing all my own groceries. <laughs> That's a box of unlucky charms. If you yeah. Get that one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so they were actually baby mice. And so what we did, oh. me and a few other employees, we actually took them and we keep them back in our office. Oh, what? Like as pets? Why? Yeah. <laughs> we named them Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> oh Creative. They found them in a Lucky Charms box and their name Snap, Crackle, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I imagine that at every business, restaurant, grocery store, anywhere, there's a lot of dirty little secrets like that that I like to pretend that I don't. Don't exist? Yeah, exactly. Except I know that they do. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yes. So for my last 30 little secret about the grocery store, you have no idea how many employees hook up in the aisles after the store closes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I, this is like a one-off grocery store. I don't know what y'all know, got going they're on. not cleaning. Right. Yeah. Then you know, we know what you're doing instead of cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I want to work in a grocery store. Like Are y'all hiring? Fun. <laughs> right. They're not bagging groceries. They're bagging each other. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, thank you for telling us your dirty little secret. Oh, of course. Thank you. The Jubal Show, on demand. For you, We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. <laughs> Sit there and do absolutely nothing. That was Jimmy Kimmel at the Oscars. People are still talking about it. No harm was done to anybody at the Oscars. <laughs> there was no slap, no nothing. The only thing that happened at the Oscars was people thinking about doing harm to themselves because it takes so long and it was so boring. Will Smith was not there in attendance. Nobody got slapped. And I don't even know if there's anything really interesting to talk about from the Oscars. I will say it was kind of cool that K... K-Way Kwan? K-Way Kwan, yes, thank you. He won Best Actor, mm-hmm. right? And he was the kid in Indiana Jones, so child actor. So that's an amazing thing, right? To be a child actor and then grow up to win Best Actor when you're an adult. Sorry, he, sorry, of course, sorry. Yes, supporting actor. Supporting, I'm sorry about that, Richard. <laughs> um, he joins other child actors who grew up to be successful and well-adjusted, like... Just him, I think. Really. <laughs> but congratulations to him. And Richard, our producer, our editor, Richard Sharkey, is very upset. Oh, hello. What is the problem? <laughs> okay. I think you might, you might, I think, I know Christian watched it, but Richard, you're very upset about what from the Oscars? Well, okay. There is a movie that came out this last year that kind of was panned. Jimmy Kimmel even made a joke about it. Babylon losing $100 million didn't do that well. I am one of the very few people that actually loved, 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 loved that film. It said, hmm. look, back at the 20s uh, era of cinema going from the silent age to the talkies and whatnot and it got shut out by both categories that it was nominated for in both costuming and score regardless if you even didn't like the movie the score itself painted a picture of the entire film for you it was a gorgeous gorgeous score and i am 
absolutely, absolutely infuriated <laughs> that they would even. I'm sorry, that's the playoff one. Time. <laughs> Time's up. Commercial time. <laughs> You're getting this, this the wrap up music is playing, Richard. That was beautiful, though. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Bye. All right, bye. Um, call us up 888 343 Text in 41061. I'm curious, do you still watch the Oscars? Because even last year with the Will Smith slap, their viewership was down. Yeah. I mean, look, this year, look, it, there was nothing like scandalous like that that happened, but it really was just a fun night of celebration. Like, you yeah. know, a lot of really, really happy moments like you were talking about with K-Way Kwan, like him being in Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford like 35 years ago. And turns out he took a break from acting for like 25 years. Wow. And he recently saw Crazy Rich Asians or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, God, like, I need to get back in the game. And so one of his co-stars from The Goonies, the movie yes. back in the day, is now his attorney and negotiated the deal for him on everything, everywhere, all at once, which now led him to now, now he's an Oscar winner. So yeah. never too late to go back into what you want to do. I mean, yeah. I do like the Oscars for the stories like that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it. One of my dreams has been to win an Oscar, right? How am I doing on that? I host a radio show. <laughs> you know what? This not is going to be close. part of your speech someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I appreciate the stories like that. It is way too long, though. Well, right? I mean, think of all the films they have to get through, though. Well, that it's and a lot of the movies. Yeah, a lot of people apparently <laughs> complained that like certain categories were cut for the televised ceremony mm-hmm. each year because they had to do it for time. And they're like, well, that's not fair. Every category is, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, equal. And so then that's why at the beginning of the ceremony, he said, y'all complained. We're putting every <laughs> category back in. And let oh me tell you, God. every category was there. I felt like I was watching for three days. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I know. I spent my whole weekend watching the Oscars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it feels like it's still going, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're actually somebody's getting ready to give an acceptance speech right now. Yeah. The, the Razzies also happened. That always happens the night of the Oscars. And those are the more entertaining ones because it's for the worst movies and the worst performances. <laughs> the winners of the 2023 Razzies include Tom Hanks cleaned up oh. big time at the Razzies. That's rude. For his movie Elvis. Blonde won for the worst picture. Oh, yeah. And Jared Leto won worst actor for the movie Morbius. Wow. Whoa. That'll humble you, you, won't it? Did you guys see any of those at all? <laughs> I hadn't heard of them. <laughs> I didn't know the Razzies was a thing. You what? Didn't? No. Victoria, no? Yeah, every single year when they do the Oscars, they also do the Razzies at the same time. Really? It's like the Golden Raspberry Award. <laughs> and they just give away the awards for the worst performances. And no no actors, no serious actors ever show up. Halle Berry showed up one year. Oh, oh really? really? And she accepted her. Award, I yeah. love it. A, I love it. What do you think Will Smith did during the Oscars? Uh, probably didn't waste his time watching it like yeah. the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You think he was at home wanting to smack his TV? Probably. <laughs> All right, it's time for your phone prank. Your phone prank happens. Oh no, I'm getting played off with my own. No. Oh wow! I'll do that to you. Your phone prank happens every single hour on the twenties. You're not smart. Right after this, it's the Jewel Show. The Jubal Show on demand. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet 
or the algorithm, choose them, and what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.